Hello, everyone, and welcome to Day Clubbing, all about the ins and outs, the comings and goings at Center Club. Uh, the the uh, 65-year anniversary is coming up for the Center Club, by the way. See the 65 or 85. I feel like 65 makes more sense. Hmm. But the point is, uh, there is a design contest happening, Matt. Wow. So the idea is to uh, design a T-shirt for the uh, for, for the big uh, 65 anniversary celebration. So if hmm. if you are listening out there, if you are a Center Club member and you have, where we, we do the show right here in the art room, so I know there's a lot of artists around. If you have an artistic inclination, you should uh, try to design something. Maybe you'll win. And maybe we'll all wear your design when uh, we have the big celebration. Do you have any... Uh, Artistic inclinations, Matt? Uh, hmm. not really. I'm not much of a drawer. Okay. You know, yeah. But, uh, yeah. If um, can you? If I asked you to say uh, draw a horse, could you draw a horse? Well, would it look like a horse? No. 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 Right. My my drawing is like maybe third grade level at best. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I had you know when I was younger, I I I was pretty good, and then I just never developed it. So yeah. Um, so I probably wouldn't win, but I, you know, if I come up with a good design idea, I might, I might try it. It's always fun. And nowadays, if you ask me, uh, you can just get AI to uh, draw anything you want. Mm. That seems a lot easier. <clears throat> you ever mess around with the AI programs? Mid journey, uh, that kind of thing? No, not necessarily. No. I love them because, uh, you know, what you do is you just go in there and say, I want to see this, you know, or that. I want to see uh, Star Trek except as Star Wars, and then it'll, it'll do it for you. It's pretty yeah. fun. Okay. Um, but the problem is, here's, here's the ethical problem. It's always an ethical problem. The ethical problem is that AI uses all the existing art to create its art. Mm-hmm. But is it paying those artists that it's using? No, it's not. Oh, well, yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's what's uh, been happening with, uh, with the writers' uh, uh, strike, the Writers Guild of America, because... Yeah. Um, because of the AI and and stuff, uh, you know, like writing out the um, using AI to write out the stories yeah, and the right. scripts, and that's why they're on strike. And uh, and I'm and I'm and I'm in full support. I'm in full support of the writers, you know, of getting more money and and stuff like that. I mean, granted, it's uh, put a halt on um, the new season of American Horror Story, which I was kind of looking forward to. Oh, Damn, yeah, yeah, I was kind of looking forward forward to that but nah. and I think that yeah I, I think that's one of the things that um, whenever this comes up because the last time this happened um, that they had a prolonged writing strike yeah uh, that's when basically that was the rise of the reality TV show because well, that was largely unscripted so um, they just started producing a lot of those now those are ingrained in our society and our culture anyway but uh, yeah a lot of the shows that you like maybe it's going to take a little bit longer for them to come back well, uh, yeah. I mean, um, well, well, some. I mean, I know that uh, one of my favorite shows, uh, Lopez versus Lopez. Uh, great, great show, by the way. Love George Lopez, sure. and, and his daughter is is a tremendous actress. Um, uh, they're she, according to her, because she talked about it on Instagram. Uh, they're not coming back until like mid. They plan to come back uh, mid season. So, but hopefully the the strike will end by then. So uh, we'll, uh, you know, but 
But as far as uh, but as far as American Horror Story, that's kind of a letdown because I know that they were filming and uh, and that was kind of a big deal because like Kim Kardashian was going to be on that season. Oh, what do you know? Yeah, and uh, Emma Roberts was coming back. You know, we haven't seen Emma Roberts since the '84 season. So um, and you know, and let's see what else there were. There's some other people that were going to be on there whose names escape me at the moment, but uh, but yeah, I was looking, I was kind of looking forward to that, but uh, but you know, yeah. I still support the writers. Though it's it's interesting, I haven't I haven't watched American Horror Story despite being a huge horror fan. Wow, I think I watched the very first episode and I thought the editing was too fast and uh, it kind of gave me a headache. And then I was like, okay, that's it, I'm out. But it probably changed many times since the very first episode. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. It's still pretty good. Pretty good storytelling. I mean, Ryan Murphy is a, you know, is just a creative genius. You know. I mean, I I loved his his work, and uh, I also love his work on Pose and American Crime Story as well. And uh, you know, he's and actually the first time. Uh, well, the first time one of his first things I ever saw of his was um, the show Popular, which. Uh, oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Which was like uh, which introduced uh sarah rue and um uh some uh some other actresses and actors you know it was like dawson's creek light yeah uh but still pretty good came out when i was in seventh grade actually yeah it's funny i was thinking about uh when you mentioned it that it was a show that my wife liked to watch when we first met which was like uh, 22 years ago so that was quite some time ago oh wow um also speaking of things um from my well from that from the time period yeah. um something i kind of been meaning to ask you it's been on my mind yeah because uh, you're um you know because you because you used to be a musical well are you still are you still a music journalist yeah or, sure okay because uh, you cover like mostly like hard metal heavy metal yeah um since the whole uh Thing with Marilyn Manson, you know, the whole thing, you know, with Evan Rachel Woods coming out yep. and, you know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, did you did you see her documentary on HBO, The Phoenix? No, uh, I've, thing? I've, I've, I've heard about it, though. Yeah. But um, since the whole thing, you know, um, like being revealed that Marilyn Manson is like anti-Semitic and, you know, the whole thing, how he's treated women and even people from the women who used to be in his camp. Like, what is the um, what's the. How do people in in that community feel about him now? Are are people are there still some people behind him, or is it just like okay, screw him, we're not we're not dealing with him anymore? He's no, I don't think that he's been canceled. It's always been a because um, you know I've I, I don't know if I talked about it on the show before, but I but I interviewed him once and it was uh, ridiculous uh, circumstances and uh, oh. uh, so I you know you there was no doubt that. Um, most of the things that he's been accused of, he's actually done, for sure. Yeah. Even if you read his book, Long Way Out of Hell, I mean, he, you know, he admits to it. You know, there's a lot of uh, talk, there's a lot of uh, space in that book about their um, tour with Nine Inch Nails back in the 90s. And, you know, they abused women through the whole thing. So there's no doubt about it. But um, I think people, uh, you know, he's such a huge moneymaker that I think people make uh, just cast a blind eye. In fact... You know, he's, t- he's touring with Rob Zombie again, and I, I know Rob Zombie is aware of his behavior, but, you know, uh, they're letting him get away with it, which is uh, unfortunate. Oh, it's yeah. funny because I, I kind of saw an analog to uh, to the whole Trump thing where, like, there's, you know, more and more evidence mounts, and then they're just like, Matt, n- nothing happens to him. 
Yeah. Well, well, I think we, well, also in California, there's like the statue of limitations and, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. But, uh, but there's no doubt that he's still doing the same things. You know, I don't think he's yeah. changed his behavior any since, since this all, yeah, this all started. And, yeah. And, you know, it's kind of funny because, like, um, I remember when I, when I did, um, let's see, I was, I was doing a, uh, I was in one of my web shows on pro wrestling with a friend of mine. And I talked about, um, well, to put the PG version of it uh, about people in the music business, you know, like uh, people in the music business who are not nice, right. <laughs> you know, sure. and um, yeah. and one of the people I I put on the top of the list was um, Gigi Allen, and um, and you we all know Gigi Allen, the shock rocker from the '90s, you know, died of AIDS, and he was known for throwing feces at fans and then uh, sexually assaulting women actually on stage and yeah. you know if you go on YouTube there's an old episode of Jerry Springer he was on there that was before Jerry became Jerry um, and I was saying and I was saying uh, and this was before I knew the whole Marilyn Manson thing you know the yeah. whole allegations against them and I was like wow he makes I was like he makes Marilyn Manson look like a look like a choir boy yeah and then when i and after i saw that um that documentary by evan rachel wood and you know seeing how evan was just destroyed by by this dude i was just like and i and i always i never i was never really a fan of per se of his music you know like uh i like the beautiful people because that was the uh, theme song for wwe smackdown for a mm-hmm. while yeah and um you know and i liked how like um you know how Eminem supported him throughout the whole like um, you know the Columbine shooting because I didn't think like you know it was just you know I I don't think it was just the whole like people listen to his music and then they they start sco- shooting no, at the of school not. no right. but then after hearing all this and how he's treated women and just uh, you know and just this whole thing I was just like whatever ounce of respect I had for him left well it's a very interesting thing you mentioned Gigi Allen I knew Gigi um, and uh Whoa. You know, I, I knew him when, um, before he became sort of the cartoon caricature yeah. that he did become, which largely becomes, largely became, you know, him believing his own hype. But um, I would say that it's not really comparable because, uh, you know, he was, Gigi Allen was notorious, but he was such a small scale performer and everybody knew what they were getting into um, when you were going to see one of his shows. And he did abuse people, but it was almost um, reciprocal in some way, you know, because people abused him as well. It was like mutual <laughs> abuse for the most part. And it, again, yeah. it was very small scale. Uh, Marilyn Manson, on the other hand, was able to, you know, uh, a lot of these uh, women talked about how he had this like clear glass uh, room in his, in his bedroom that he could lock people in. Um you know, Gigi Allen obviously couldn't afford something like that, yeah. you know. Um, so, you know, they can't really be compared because there's a lot more um, it's a lot more what you can do when you have money and power than when you're just uh, on the road in a van, you know. Um, but the other thing, too, is that, you know, on a larger scale, it's like here's a guy that, um, you know, advertised himself as the Antichrist. And yeah. then you go... I can't believe this guy is doing bad stuff. And it's like, wow, I mean, he kind of he kind of let you know right away, you know, that this is what he was going to be like. So it's not any real surprise. I guess it's just a little surprise now that you think justice works a certain way 
And then when it doesn't, you're like, what the heck? Well, how come? Because if it was me, I'd be in trouble. Why isn't he in trouble? Well, yeah, you know, and um, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it was just a big surprise and, you know, and, uh, and for, I mean, and let me tell you something, you have really got to see that, um, you know, that, that Evan Rachel Wood documentary. I mean, yeah, I got to check it out. Yeah. Cause she was, I mean, even before she met uh, Marilyn, she was, uh, cause this was like after 13, which was a great movie you know it's just like you know she was like branded like the the little lolita and then you know the machine came in and then she was like getting like more mature roles and then uh you know she kind of i i guess she was somewhat lost and she um and stuff like and stuff like that and because um you know because she because also like you know her parents were divorced and and that sort of thing and being young in Hollywood you know around that time you know I mean yeah yeah so she was uh, she was kind of the perfect candidate and she felt like you know oh here's someone who comes along he's interested in what I have to say and then you know and then the abuse happened I mean it's just ugh. yeah, yeah. so I yeah I definitely need to check that out because it's a really compelling story yeah um, and speaking of Hollywood tomorrow. Here at the club is our big Disney celebration that uh, Gabe is has been Gabe has directed and produced it with Steve, uh-huh. and they've been working on it for months. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's the big day, so we're all excited about that. Now, when it comes to Disney, Matt, yeah, where are where are you on the uh, on the on the Disney scale? Are you you know they have Disney adults? Are you a Disney adult? Uh, yes, yeah, somewhat. I mean, there's um, let's see. As far as Disney goes, because I do have the uh, Disney um, Plus app at oh, my you house. Do? Okay. Yeah, like um, mostly I, you know, for the uh, Marvel stuff, like the Spider-Man is Amazing Friends and uh, the She-Hulk uh, series, which I hope and pray to God that they bring back for a second season. And um, let's see there's also old episodes of the simpsons that i that i love yeah um and star wars and some of the old mickey mouse cartoons i used to watch as a kid so um as far as like uh and there's also some movies i used to watch uh, back in the day you know like i used to watch the lion king like lion king cra- right? yeah, like sure. crazy in fact um in fact i'm also going to talk a little bit more about this um on matt's world 2.0 today um i have a i do have a new girlfriend girlfriend and um what yes wait a minute yes, hold on i found love let's make a this the skidding noise here because we were having a conversation about how difficult it was just a few weeks ago and somehow you cracked the code what happened well i wasn't looking for love um because you know there's just a lot of stuff that was going on yeah. and um and and I was just like well you know i'll take offers you know one night stands or whatever you know but i wasn't pursuing it and then i met this person and we uh we were hanging out we were watching pro wrestling and uh and then she listened to my enter the bat cave podcast she liked it um the one particular episode uh being the hero in our own story because i talked about like you know about being you know romantic romantic and you know, wanting to find true love, and right. she admired that. So we've been hanging out with each other, and uh, we hung out on Monday, watched Monday Night Raw and and stuff, and we, um, you know, we spent the night together. Nothing happened. Um, but we, but as I was, um, 
you know, but as I was laying next to her, um, you know, the song that came to my head was uh, Elton John's uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight uh-huh. from The Lion King. Wow, wow, wow. So, oh, so things are going good. Yeah. Yeah, they're good going. Good for you, man. Yeah, so I... Yeah, so I have found uh, I have found love, and um, you know, I mean, it's still in the be- its beginning stages, and uh, you know, we're you know, there's still some stuff that I'm working on, but right. you know, at the same time, I'm I'm letting it all in, I'm embracing it, and this is going to be a pretty interesting summer. That is exciting stuff, man. I am very happy for you. Yes, and uh, I think you know you were able to sort of. Look at where you, you were and, and then just kind of open yourself up to what happens next. And that's important. Yes. You know, I was reading about how, um, you know, the, the, the uh, there's an idea that some people are just lucky. Like oh, good things happen to people because they're lucky. And um, I have a friend like that. My friend uh, Stacy seems very lucky. You know, she always talks about, and it's a Seinfeld bit too, that uh, she's like even Stevens. Everything always balances out for her. Something bad happens, something good happens. One door closes, one door opens. But the actuality of it all is that's a personality type. She is open to what happens next. Some people aren't. Some people are closed off. They don't take opportunities. So if you open yourself up, it's kind of amazing what can happen to you. Right. So so many of us spend our lives closed off because we're afraid of, and we were talking about this, you're afraid of rejection, you're afraid of failure, all these things that are possibilities. but uh, And they're not possibilities if you just don't pursue anything. So it is a possibility to open yourself up and get hurt, but it's also a possibility for great things to happen. Well, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You you are right. And also, um, to go back to Disney, um, I've been to Disney World twice in my life. That was my next question for you. Yeah, I've I've been to Disney World uh, twice in my life, and uh, twice I saw Michael Jackson's uh, Captain EO that that used to play in the theaters. And and actually, uh, it played it in the theater for a while after after his death and they should have kept that you know i really think they really should have kept that because um you know because everyone should be able to experience that because it's not officially on dvd or blu-ray i don't think you know but uh you know it's a very great um you know it's a great movie and and stuff like that so and people talk about that still to this day so were you a, a kid both times or you were an adult for one of those times uh, for one of those times when Captain Neo, uh, yeah, when I went to Disney World, yeah, I was a kid. Um, yeah. yeah, I also saw, let's see, other Disney movies I saw. I saw The Rocketeer. Uh, let's see. Um, I saw, let's see, James and the Giant Peach. I've seen, um, I saw uh, Fantasia, um, the, which is not really a, it's, well, for me in my in my mind it really wasn't that good of a movie because like the only the only time the only really time I really wanted to see it was because of Mickey Mouse right. and you know the whole being the wizard thing and then yeah. he was only in it for like that time and then another time and then the rest of the movie uh, I was just not into it. You know, it was kind of like false advertising in a way. Um let's see George the live action version of uh George of the Jungle that sure. was uh, that was a pretty good one. And um, what about this? So there's one that people talk about um, that I guess Disney doesn't show very often because it scared a lot of kids. It was the Black Cauldron. Have you ever seen that one? Uh, the Black Cauldron? No. I Well, I saw I saw a review of it from yeah. um, from the Nostalgia Critic and 
it is pretty. It is a pretty bad movie. They said that it it was so bad that it didn't come out on DVD right. until like nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> I think I I believe, and like it was. Um, yeah, it was a you know it was pretty bad you know so um, they said it was the movie that that almost um, put Disney out of business. I think maybe it was like the first kind of bomb yeah. that they had because they had such a winning streak with all of their yeah uh, films. So so would you um, if you had the means would you go back as an adult to Disney World? Uh, if I had the means, yes, I would um, go back to yeah? to Disney okay. World. You know, I mean to. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I guess there would be some, uh, maybe there'd be some rides I'd, sure. I'd go back to, you know, and some stuff I would look at just for nostalgic reasons. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just, I know plenty of people who, that's sort of their destination. Like, once a year, they'll go to, to Disney World. Yeah. I don't get it, but um, I know it makes a lot of people happy, and that's the important part. Yeah. Although I have a friend who took his kids, his wife and uh, the kids, got divorced afterwards that's how stressful it was mm-hmm. <laughs> so he actually got back with her later but uh he was like i'm, I'm never doing that again but yeah. then of course he did it again but uh you know um because you know they can be i think a day at the amusement park can be chaotic and i'm assuming extremely expensive what is it like a hundred bucks to get into the park uh i think i think so maybe <sighs> brutal brutal yeah that's not uh, that's not for the uh, the working class aren't getting into the uh, Magic Kingdom. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I want to talk about you did a you did a podcast yourself last week. Yes. Uh, you know it was like any podcast rife with technological challenges. I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. But uh, and that's by the way that's just the way any of them start. You have a plan in your mind, and then when you hit the ground running, you go, "What is?" So you had the situation where um, the laptop you were using was had to be used by someone else. They gave you a uh, one that you couldn't run your program. It was a big thing, but you got it done. That's the important thing. And I just wanted to yeah. know how it felt to it be was, producing uh, it. It was frustrating, you know, yeah. because like you know, already trying to learn all the technical stuff yeah. and. It was just one of those days where it's like anything that could have gone wrong, right. you know, went wrong. And yep. on top of that, I was having a little bit of stress headache and I had to, and I had to power through that. Yeah. So, um, but I got through that. And by the way, the name of the episode is uh, Graphic Novels. Right. Uh, you know, I just brought out some uh, graphic novels and, you know, talked, you know, talked a little bit about them and stuff, you know, and stuff and talked about you know, why I like them and, you know, what's in it. And that's also going to be part of um, Matt's World 2.0, you know, like, because uh, on the show, we, you know, we talk about mental health and self-care. Right. But we also talk about um, there's going to be a graphic novel review. And actually, um, next week, uh, we're going to be um, – we're going to be starting our uh, wrestling, our pro wrestling version. Cause like anytime there is a uh, big uh, wrestling um, <clears throat> pay-per-view or as the WWE likes to call it, using my fingers, using air quotes, yeah, air quotes. I see them premium live event. Okay. Um, you know, we're going to, de- you know, we're going to dedicate the entire show to that, you know, like predictions and 
yeah, we're doing predictions and like uh, show a classic match. So um, we're doing that for Money in the Bank, which is uh, next weekend, July 1st. That's going to be over in London, England. And that will be on at uh, 3 o'clock here in the United States. So um, so make sure that uh, you all tune in for that. And actually, there is um, AEW, All Elite Wrestling, another wrestling promotion. Uh, they have a pay-per-view uh, this Sunday uh, for Door. That's where the best of uh, AEW take on the best of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, they have a working relationship there, and uh, that's going to be on uh, Sunday night at 8 o'clock. So looking forward to that on pay-per-view. I think that's like 22 bucks maybe, so or 28 So, But if you can afford it, uh, go order the pay-per-view. Well, this is all exciting stuff. So we're gonna. So it's gonna be a nice mix of things. It Matt, Matt yes. uh, Matt's mm-hmm. It sounds like Matt Two Point Oh, Matt's World Two Point You're gonna have your wrestling. You're gonna have your graphic novels. You're also gonna be talking about music. I'm assuming it, it sometimes. Uh, yeah, we can. Yeah, we we'll fit in. Uh, we'll find some time to fit in uh, some music as well. Okay, you know, most definitely. Beautiful. So uh, that's gonna be happening. Uh, what are you, you gonna do it once a week? I guess right. Yep. Yeah, once a week. I, actually, originally I was going to do it uh, three days a week, but then they said like, "Well, we've had we've had equipment and stuff and stolen, so we can only do it once a week." And uh, that was that was a bit of a challenge, and that kind of put a halt in in other things because I was going to spread all the other segments and stuff like that around. Now and, you got to mix them all up. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, but you know, it's uh, you know, you got to. Turn lemon into lemonade. So that's exactly right. And 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 uh, uh, Mary was right when we started this podcast in twenty twenty one. I um I we initially were using all my own equipment, and I had it all in a bag in my office up on the fourth floor, and somebody st- stole the whole bag. Mm. One day I came into my office and I looked over and I was, was is my bag? Where's my bag? And it was just it was just gone. And it's just weird because. Uh, you couldn't get two dollars <laughs> for this stuff, Matt. There's no saleability on the street for some, you know, uh, microphone cords and a and a mixer. There's just not. Yeah. So it was uh, it was a real blow, and uh, luckily Allison replaced everything. But still, um, you know, everybody's been once bitten twice shy about the equipment since then. Yeah. So that's why we got a new uh, new. Uh, uh, locks on the door just to make sure that we could keep the stuff safe because who knows who knows why people take the things that they do but sometimes they take them but anyways it's really exciting to have a second uh, podcast happening here have being produced here in our little podcast studio and uh, I heard a little bit of it while you were doing it and it sounded like uh, a really um, interesting uh, show you had a nice flow going even though you were uh, uh, you were upset mm-hmm. you didn't uh, you didn't sound upset that's the important thing Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Of the course. show must go on, Matt. You know that. Yeah, of course, the show must uh, go on, and you know, I mean, um, and sometimes that happens uh, when I do my uh, when my when I do my Enter the Batcave podcast, you yeah. know, as well, you know. So, I mean, it's one of those things where S H I T happens, and thank you. You know, so you gotta, you know, you you gotta have to roll with it sometimes, and uh, and stuff. So uh, absolutely, but I got, but me and Claire, we got through it. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun stuff happening with, uh, with, with that show. Now, uh, this is also, I believe today, Matt, is the first day of summer. Yeah, yes it is. Uh, 621 is the first day of summer. 
which means a lot of things. It means, what does it mean? Well, it means the sun's going to be out more often. It's going to be warmer. You can wear less clothes. You are expected to do more things outside. Are you an indoor cat or an outdoor cat, Matt, generally speaking? Uh, generally, when the weather gets warmer, um, I'm more of an outdoor person. Okay. You know, right. I like to go to karaoke and and stuff like that. But when, but once that weather, but once once the winter comes in, like I'm more indoors. Unless I, unless it's like, uh, you know, unless it's like New Year's Eve or there's, uh, or if I really just want to go out, you know, for karaoke or something. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I think in general, I am um, more comfortable in the colder months, but. Um, it's always an, uh, a pleasant, um, you know, time of year when you can be outside and it's not, you know, it's just kind of pleasant out. It's nice out. Um, I've been growing a, a little garden in my front yard, mm-hmm. uh, flowers spring up. That makes me really happy. So, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'll be spending a lot of time at the beach. Do you uh, go to the beach, Matt? Uh, I haven't been to the beach in a, in a long time, you know, but, uh, that's, <laughs> Well, I mean, that could be something uh, me and my new girlfriend could, uh, could, be. could do. Could be. I mean, granted, I'll have to uh, fight off the uh, the temptation to because there's going to be like a lot of bikinis out there. But sure. okay. By the way, uh, wow, uh, a met- a metalhead uh, p- planning planning a garden. Well, you know, I have a <laughs> um, so I have a I I started a uh, a book club. I live yeah. in Salem. And I started a book club because I read a lot of horror books, and I know I know you know horror is very popular in Salem. So mm-hmm. I I started the Salem Horror Book Club, and sort of as an adjunct to that, I got one of those uh, little free libraries. Uh-huh. Um, I ordered one, painted it black, um, put our logo on the side of it, and it has horror books in it in the front of my house. Mm-hmm. So it's you know it's all black, and then it's you know it's staked into the ground, and then I was like, okay, this seems perfect for putting a little garden around, uh, you know, underneath the um, the library so that's what i started doing mixing up different colors and stuff like that and i'm loving it i think that it might be something that i start doing in the future i've never done anything like that before mm-hmm. like uh i've never planted anything but initially it was going to be i wanted all orange flowers because everything was black black and orange you know those are the uh, halloween colors so i do have some uh orange flowers under there and it looks great i'm very proud of myself yeah. you know it's one of those things it's like um you know, I don't know if I can do this. You try it. You can do it. One of the things that I learned here, and we talked about uh, uh, before, Scott and I, is that I had no idea how to, how to cook. And uh, I was kind of thrown into it because we don't have a whole lot of staff here. I was thrown into it to making lunches for a while. Realized I really enjoyed it. And that's why we have the baking group on Thursdays now because I realized that I, I like uh, cooking things. So it's really nice to be able to try things out and have it actually work. Wow. Now, there's other things that I try. That haven't worked. If you go back to our show in January, you know, I told Scott that I wanted to do two things this year. I wanted to learn Spanish and I wanted to learn how to play the guitar. I haven't done either of those things, but, uh, you know, I'm hoping at some point I'll, uh, I'll learn them. Oh, that's, uh, that's a pretty good thing, man. And uh, also, you know, you said that you're into, you have like horror books and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, have you read um well have you read uh any horror comics you know like spawn or Blade? Sure, i've read spawn yeah 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 i have the uh yeah i have like uh the first six spawn uh origin collections like the yeah the origin collections um you know spawn and you know that goes back to the early days and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that and uh actually on my enter the Batcave cave uh podcast i'm for the for the entire summer i'm doing 
um, the summer of Spawn. That's where um, I do a watch along review of the Sp- uh, yeah the Spawn animated series from HBO. I don't know if you've. I, no, I haven't seen you... it. Sounds good. Oh, oh yeah, it's oh it's good. It's uh, it's R rated. It's from uh, Eric. Yeah, Eric Radomski is the executive uh, director. He he worked on Batman the animated series back in the nineties, and it's uh, it's scary. It's funny. Um, you know, it's uh, it's way better than the uh, than the movie than the Spawn movie that came out, and um, Keith David. Um, who, of course, as we all know from They Live, right, you know, of the course. fight with Piper, right? Yeah, with Roddy Ronnie Piper, uh, he plays. Uh, he's the voice of Spawn. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so I have to check that out. So, listen, here's the thing, everybody. We're uh, we're ending a little early today because I am going to make sure today that Matt gets set up properly. Which uh, let's hope that nothing goes wrong this time. Yep. Right. So that's what we're. So that's what we're going to do. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Matt, for joining me today. I think we covered a lot. Yeah. And I think we learned a lot, as we always do. Yeah. So uh, everybody stay tuned uh, and we'll see you next time on Day Clubbing. Goodbye, everybody. See ya.